0: Hey guys, this is Lola, but you can call me Lola if you like, and this is the Everybody Hates HR podcast episode 43. We do not have Elisa here this week. If you listened last week, you'll know that already, but we do have a very, very, very special guest. Today I am joined by Pilar, who is a podcast producer and presenter. Welcome Pilar.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for being here.
0: <laughs> I feel like I introduce you as a podcast producer and presenter yes. I think people would understand like what a presenter is or a host but what is a podcast producer?
1: Okay so first of all like producer means so many different things okay to so many different companies so the brief is always different okay. depending on what And it do is. you do
0: all the briefs?
1: Some of them yeah not all of them some yeah, of yeah. them because <laughs> even like you have a producer in tv okay. you have producers in advertising okay. so I don't do like all of those, but like these aspects of uh-huh. them that I can do. So a producer um, is kind of like the glue of... Podcast, shall I say? Can I
0: can I just say that I always tell my friendship group that I'm the glue of the friendship group, and they're always trying to reject it. But I actually am, and I know how critical that role is to be the glue.
1: It's an important role, and (laughs) and that's why like you kind of produce podcasts. Yeah, yeah. you got your own independent one. You produce podcasts. It makes sense that the glue (laughs) does the glue thing. Um, so what does it mean? So yeah, you're you're like the glue of the podcast. So you're the you work directly with your talent, whoever the host mm. is. You work with either the brand or the broadcaster that mm-hmm. is putting out the podcast. Your role um, involves editorial. Editorial is my favourite part of... As
0: in the actual editing or choosing what goes in.
1: No, so editorial is is the ideation. Okay. Like, what are we talking about this week? Okay. Or if you've got guests, what is the topic the guest is going to cover? What angles are okay. we going to come at it with? Especially like... Um, I've worked on a variety of shows. So you're going to think about like, what is the theme of the show and how can you have a conversation with this person? You know, when you're working on like um, branded podcasts, mm. usually the, the the hosts and the guests are quite well known. So mm-hmm. you need to try and figure out how you can have a different conversation with them.
0: That you haven't heard anywhere else. Exactly. From okay. a
1: different lens. Mm-hmm. Like what new things can you bring out that they haven't discussed mm-hmm. before? So uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my favorite part mm. of, of podcasting. And do you
0: need to know about the thing that like your producer, like in HR, for instance, it's helpful to understand the business, but I probably could be a HR person in a business, which I maybe didn't understand too much. So let's say that like, could you do you watch football? No. Okay. Could you produce a football podcast?
1: It's interesting because I was approached about a football thing recently, but I said I'm not the right person for
0: it. <laughs> Sometimes you need to know when it's not you.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I said? Mm-mm. If they ask me, if they start asking me the, what's the offside rule, <laughs> I just embarrass myself. I probably could do like if it was a World Cup thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then i will be like, yes. Okay.
0: Like, I know France, I know Italy, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But if it's now Premiership, Championship, Champions League, um, it's not for me. Okay. Um, But I could do the production element Mm. of that. So that's um, another side. Do you need to know? So you don't have to know, but if you can, it's better to go with things that you're interested in. Yeah. Or if you're not interested in, it has to be something that you're curious about because it involves a lot of research. Okay. A lot of research. And also you're going to have to write scripts as well like okay. sometimes the talent you work with like i've worked with talent who um work on like prime time shows mm-hmm. on tv so they're so busy right mm. so they don't have time to research so you're their eyes and their ears mm. about the guest so you have to write the research pack you'll do like a very loose script for them mm-hmm. and they'll come in and do their thing But i wish we had a producer. <laughs>
0: We, we are... Valisa and I are the producers. You guys are the producers. But, if we had but this a producer.
1: But this is your bag. You guys do a great show because HR yeah. is your bag. So it makes sense why you guys do this. So yeah, but it's, it's a lot of research. And then there's... Um, you build out teams. So mm. I like doing that as well. Building out team. Depending so on you're how a big...
0: are. you're a recruiter. It's a very HR review. Y-
1: yeah, more like a... um. You know the people that poach? <laughs> More like no, a that, poacher.
0: That's a recruiter. Is that's that a, recruiter? what the
1: good ones do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, okay, who is good for this? Yeah, what do yeah, yeah. need? Yeah. If it's a large scale production, then you might need like a set designer. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a video crew. Mm. If it's like a fast turnaround, then mm. I won't edit. I'll get an editor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we even had to get two editor editors. Oh, really? Yeah, depend, because you're on... The, yeah, the deadlines yeah, yeah. are deadlining. so it it just really depends. So you build out the set, the, the look and feel, because you know now podcasts are becoming vodcasts. Mm. So video is important, set is important, mm-hmm. set design is important, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. You then you'll be the liaison with the client or, or the broadcaster or your commissioning mm. team. So you have do to you sell in some the people, ideas. We're gonna do talk talk about this, or we're gonna do this. We're gonna talk about that. Do
0: you know? I always thought it was crazy. You know the people that do daily podcasts where yeah. they talk where they talk about things that I just feel like that's uh, that's so much work like, and the turnaround just have to just have to be quick 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 because Stay. if you leave it a day later then it's irrelevant some of the stuff that you're talking about exactly. so yeah i get it i get it so how did you become a producer like if someone wanted to be a podcast producer we'll talk about presenting after yeah um but how did you get into it like
1: um i, w- I came in an unconventional route so this is my fourth year okay um working in po- in the podcast industry
0: i actually think that's amazing because <laughs> like for those that you can like one can you share some of the p- podcasts that you've worked on
1: yeah so um i started out working on a podcast for um radio one bbc radio one and that was the reality
0: which i think is like how can that be your starting? Podcast. Do it's you get nice. what I mean?
1: It's, it's I, I can't like, and we won an award for it. Like that's what I mean. <laughs> it's,
0: like, like, it's how it's do actually you just mad. come like and just be like, oh yeah, it's my. F- I started out on Radio One or Radio.
1: Was it Radio? Do you say Radio? Radio One. Yeah. yeah, it was a Radio One podcast about reality TV. Yes, I've yes. also worked on um Dice Salon, which was a podcast mm-hmm. um, by Dice for Dice. No, Dye oh. Salon as oh, in like dye her, her name is yeah, she's a um she's a dancer on strictly come dancing. Oh and okay. her name is Diane, but okay. everyone calls her Dye. Right. And she used to be a hairdresser before she was a dancer. And does she like
0: interview people? Does she do people's hair? On the, yeah, okay. she interviews people
1: and does their hair Fascism. and it, yeah, it was it was a really fun podcast to work on. Um so we've done that and we had some really great guests on that as well. So we I did that one. What else have I done? Um I produce press podcasts for One Extra. That's my fave. Yeah, you I, love really it. Like, you told I really me you like. I really like press. It.
0: Like, I just some, when I first I listened to, it, I was like, maybe it won't be for me. But like, we live different lives like, to, the, to, <laughs> to the people, to the girls that host it, so um, Mariam Adiola. But I just love it. Like, I just, I just feel like they're so like, they just have the energy that like. I have sometimes, but I wish I had the times that I don't have it. So like I just I I I enjoy that, and I just think that it's like an easy listen. Yeah. And actually, it's the
1: chemistry is the chemistry is
0: great, and also like their like the episode length. Sometimes they're a bit shorter, sometimes a bit longer. But I think like they're a bit shorter than some of the other podcasts I listen to, so you can kind of like, you can just consume quite a lot of it. Like, when I first started listening to it, I just went back and I listened to a bunch of them. But yeah, I really appreciate that. Oh, I love that that
1: you listened to that. I appreciate that. And I also recently worked on one um, for Bumble. Mm -hmm. Um, It was called My Love Is. I worked on season two of that, Mm -hmm. which was really fun. Was that the one
0: that had, um, so that's the one that's, with tolly yes, yeah, but season was two was that with dami in india was that season one
1: no dami in india oh, it. yeah okay. tolly was the host Thank and dami in india was some of the guests mm. so that was a really fun podcast mm. to work on i love that oh i love that and then what about presenting so presenting wise um reality tea was the first one that i did so mm. that was my first like presenting gig presenting like, and producing yeah well we went in as producers i didn't know what producing was and i think um because me and my Mm co-host at the time we both were freelancers Mm -hmm. um working at itv Mm -hmm. we were working on the social media team um for the social creative Mm -hmm. that's what you call it social creative itv creative so we were freelancing on that team together for a couple of years so we would work on we were working together on shows like a lot of reality shows Mm -hmm. so you know like the like Towie stuff and Love Island, yeah, yeah. that we were working specifically for ITV2 Mm -hmm. and ITVB, so we wouldn't work on the the show's Mm -hmm. socials, Mm -hmm. we would work on the channel socials. So we were working together on that. And then she's an ex, like, radio girl, she used to work in radio, okay? So she got a call up about coming in to a pitch for that and then she was like oh i've been working with this girl come along and i was yeah. like first of all what does a producer do yeah, like, yeah does he do what our producer does because yeah, if does yeah, yeah. what our producer does i don't want to come but th- but then we realized it's different things because okay. the producer we worked with in social social producer he was meticulous like is that the right way you say it yeah yeah, 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 yeah. meticulous
0: <laughs> like, as in the font is one centimeter to the left one third of it to the right
1: Honestly, if I, wa- if I wanted to be the best version of myself, I would be like him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because nothing went past this man. That's like, not
0: sustainable for me. <laughs> like, I can tell you that now. <laughs> if it's going to be a millimeter off, it's a millimeter off. You're going to work with it.
1: <laughs> no, he was on point. And you have to be when you're mm. working with um, TV and talent and all of that. So, yeah, sh- I, came, I came to the brief. And then from there, became a producer. And then when it came to, so we, we were actually auditioning a lot of people to be hosts and and then the commissioner was like why don't you guys audition as well we did and we got the job so and we did that for five seasons so that That was so because
0: that's when i first came across you i think it was um selling sunset i think you did one with like um, a mandala, um um and that was really cool and i remember i think that's i think that's when i first came across you or maybe yeah i think so and then yeah I just thought because that, so that's how I came to know you as the host of the podcast, but I obviously didn't know like what you were doing like behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes.
1: yeah, we had an editor, but we would like be the ones who would set like the topics of each episode and would split the work. So you know like how you guys do it mm-hmm. like it's all podcasts are always easier to work on when the team is each team member is as strong as each other. Mm-hmm. and I would say that's one thing looking back we were both on it. Mm. Like we were both on job. That's what you want. That's, That's how I feel, what that, you want. that is
0: literally how I feel about Valisa. I'm like, Valisa's like, she gets, she gets me. Do you get what yeah. I mean? So. When
1: you find, when you find your pe- person that mm. you can like creatively bounce off of the, the miracles we would pull, we would have guests cancel like the day before, but the next day we had a recording, a guest would show up. Like, we, we just wouldn't sleep. Yeah, we yeah. would book stuff. It doesn't matter what time. And you know, the other thing is, when you work in a partnership, it's like, if I'm just like, do you know what? This isn't going to happen. We're not going to get a guest. Then I'll she, be like,
0: we're going to do this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes yeah. you
1: need that film. If it's on yeah, your you own, do. I'm just like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but that's what, that's what I was, was speaking
0: about, actually, just before we started recording that when you do something in partnership with somebody, you do have just the desire to, and you like them, obviously, assuming you don't hate them, you have the desire not to let them down. Yes. And I think that goes like a long way. Um, So yeah, I, I completely get that. So then you did like the reality tea and then from there you stopped doing like social media work.
1: Yeah, I, I stopped. You know what I had to say to myself, it's one of the things I would to say to myself, like if I fully want to move on, then I've got to stop taking that yeah. work. So I do still like part of my offering as a producer is now that, um, social clips is a huge way for people to discover podcasts, I will still always be like, okay, I can select the social clips. I know what works.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you you have like the background to to do that confidently and for them to understand that you can do that.
1: Exactly. And then also that, you know, when you work with different brands, like everybody has a different way how they like their social clips delivered. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like sometimes people think that anyone can do social. It looks Mm. like one of those jobs anybody could Mm -hmm. do, right? But part of it is actually really being being able to understand and digest like how different brands work. Mm-hmm. So how they want their font, how they want their um <laughs> what is the templates mm-hmm. and you know, like every time you start with a new client, those kind of things can take a long time. Mm-hmm. So if there's one person that understands it and knows it, it just makes the
0: Yeah yeah it makes much better. And everybody just wants someone they can take on and it's easy. I think social media is very much one of so social media I'd say influencing I just say marketing in general It's just a field that everybody thinks that they could do Because one time they had a good idea for an advert Do you get <laughs> yes. what I mean? Like it's one of those things Or they have a personal social media Which they grew to 10k Which is amazing within itself And it's great But it's completely different Like and to also be able to do social media For different brands Which is not your personal brand so but it is one of those things that people just like i think everyone just thinks like they could do it
1: yeah everyone thinks they can do it but one of my favorite things about that job was definitely like copywriting Mm -hmm. like i didn't realize how much i enjoy writing Mm. and i love like the challenge of taking on different people's voices Mm -hmm. so like tone of voice yeah everywhere you go it's a different tone of voice and when you what i loved about working at itv for the channels is that every time you would be on an evening shift you'd work from home but part of your job was to live tweet the shows that are on that day mm-hmm. and that was so much fun because it's like you have to live tweet but also you have to clip up a gif at the same time so yeah you literally oh, of the show and of the show of happened. the moment mm. so your job that day is to you have to get the moment of that show do you and but, you want to be the first one get to it, get it uh,
0: do you get do you have the episode in front of you to clip
1: so what happens is you will have um, a platform that you use where you watch the show. So you don't just watch it on TV. Well, you have the TV in front of you. You have it's at the laptop. same time. That it's it's, it's like, at okay. the same time, and then you quickly just have to ch- 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 mm. like you know click 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 and get the moment, turn it into nice a GIF somebody else Giffy. Do, somebody
0: else would do it before you. If yeah, and there, if yeah. You,
1: and then it's embarrassing when you're sending your report for the evening shift and your tweet didn't go viral yeah. or your tweet, you didn't get yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you had to be on job. So you literally had like 30 seconds to a minute to figure out what that, that, that moment stress. is and you had to write something that would be catchy, would be funny. We worked with so many comedians, mm. like, like, I know you guys talk about, like, HR and workplace and stuff. Listen, the way I learned to become a chameleon, because one time I was just like, I'm working with comedians. Like, I'm not funny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think and, you're funny. Well, thanks, girl. <laughs> but you know that kind of thing, like, taking on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking on on that, how, how, language, how would they work? Yeah, how they work how they, like, have punchlines. Yeah, 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 So yeah. You, I learned a lot of that I feel like that them. would be
0: so fun to do on a show like Love Island. Oh, it was like, so much like, fun. I'm, thinking, I'm literally thinking about India playing that flute. <laughs> like, and I can, that, is a, that was the moment. That was the moment. I know someone was there clipping that out. Yeah, like, so exactly. Yeah. No, that would have, I can imagine that. That's, that sounds quite fun, but also kind of stressful.
1: It, it is. It's fun, but it's the challenge. Like, you can't sleep on the job, the challenge. But even shows like Celebrity Juice was always a fun one to mm-hmm. do
0: like the one with keith lemon yeah Uh, the one with keith
1: lemon that was always a fun show and sometimes we'll get to go down to the studio and like so who have you like obviously
0: like you now just meet people who are like relatively famous all the time yeah do you get have you ever been or would is there anybody who you feel like you could get starstruck from
1: oh um i think it would be beyonce isn't it if i meet beyonce
0: some people say i really think i could meet beyonce and be like you're right (laughs) like j- not legit. the beyonce i really think i could I, li- I like beyonce i like her music but i just i don't I like i don't feel like i feel like i, I even feel pressure that i should do you get what i mean i feel really? like oh maybe i'm supposed to be like but i just feel like i'll be
1: like oh beyonce like i'm a big fan you're right jay like that that's how it would be the thing is i don't even think i could tell her i'm a fan because you wouldn't want to become like a fangirl mm. but you want to tell her that you rate her yeah. you know what it is with Beyonce? I
0: would just be like, oh, Beyonce loves the music. Keep doing what you're doing, baby." Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but I think Beyonce, do you know what it is? For me, it's not even that it's how she looks or her music or whatever. It's everything is just on point. On point, like I the th- strategies, the, the lyrics, but the then, way she delivers. She's breaking boundaries all the time. Like it's what mm, you would mm, want mm. in a, um, you know, like we were talking earlier, like in terms of like, it's hard to be consistent with Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Her career is, f- is based
0: 100%, on 100%. 100%. And I rate people And, I, like and I rate Beyonce. I feel like she's consistent. But I also feel like if you had Beyonce's team, you'd probably be a bit more consistent than you are today.
1: Girl, if I had Beyonce's team. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean I'd be me sitting here right now? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll be in the Bahamas What Do you what I mean? So, uh,
0: no, nah, I, like, I like Beyonce, but I I don't know. If you've ever been... To that? It's just Beyonce that'll probably get you starstruck.
1: Um, yeah, who else have I met? Like... Do you know what, though? I'm, I'm from the school of, like, because I'm in my 30s now, mm. right? I've been doing this a long time. And my first job was actually in the music industry. So my okay. internship was in the music industry. And I was an intern in a team they call Artist Relations okay. for a record company. And I met so many people. Do you know what I mean? Like, so Jay-Z. Kind of, kind of, you met Jay-Z? Yeah, I met Jay-Z. We've, do you know what I mean? But also, I'm from the school of, when you meet them, like you can't act a certain way you have to you have to see them as people you have to see them as humans even in my role as social media the role i was telling you before it's like there was a rule you can't take photos with talent like Mm. if talent comes talent is coming into the building every day Mm. you don't sit there and take photos with them you don't approach them for autographs you don't Mm. disturb them you don't disrupt them if you're in the like live together and they there's eye contact. You'll be like, oh, hi, that's it. Yeah. Like, My, I'm from I, the school where you don't... You're not meant to... You're I, meant to treat a celebrity like a human. Yeah, yeah. I've
0: got a friend who works at, like, a private hospital um, for, like, a maternity hospital. And she says exactly the same thing. Like, because, obviously, they just have a lot of famous people coming in to give birth. And, like, you just... It doesn't matter. Even if Beyonce came to give birth, you'd be like, oh, do you want some water? Like, that's what you're saying to them. Like, it's not... There's, there's nothing like that... Outside of work, you can know them. When you're at work, they're literally your patient, your client, your customer, whatever they are, isn't it?
1: That's it. That's it. They're just normal people. They're they're normal humans. And from my internship, like, that's what... I've been taught in my internship. You were allowed pictures a bit more because I was an intern, isn't mm. it? You know, when you're an intern, they, they want to jazz
0: you a little bit, let yeah. you feel like, yeah, you're doing something. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's
1: only if, like, you see other people doing it or your boss says, Oh, do you want a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they know yeah. you're an intern. When you're an intern, they don't know if sh- they, they might then be they like, expect
0: the same level of professionalism as well. Yeah,
1: and also they're like, We don't know if she'll still be in this industry in a year's mm. time, in two years' time, five years' time. Let her enjoy her little moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, like, since I left that job, I don't think I've ever taken a picture mm. like with a celebrity or whatever because you're just so interesting they're just normal human beings like sometimes okay let me not be messy (laughs) (laughs) messy. sometimes when i see people post it i don't know i think maybe because of the training i've Mm -hmm. had with work like when i see people posted with celebrities and they work in the industry i'm like "Mm,
0: yeah do you know what yeah one is that
1: professional but i feel
0: like i just feel like sometimes a bit embarrassing like i wouldn't want to like and it also depends on who the celebrity is. I, I do feel like there's celebrities that are more forgivable. Like if someone want to take a picture of Beyonce, I feel like we all forgive them. Okay, yeah, we forgive, I even,
1: like we, even Usher. Yeah, yeah we I can them. <laughs> I can forgive. Do you know what I mean? Usher, Jay Z, you, Beyonce, we you can forgive we them can forgive. Yeah, yeah, because
0: you need you need to capture the moment. Right yeah, right? like you get it. <laughs> it's a but once like, in a lifetime. Just, I worked on this. Oh, there was a time. Okay, so I worked. Um, I used to work in a like a sports marketing company, right? And. There was like a we did a, a production like they did a lot of stuff on football, and they did a, a production on someone called Kenny Dalglish. He's like if you're a Liverpool fan, anyone's a Liverpool fan, like he's like a like legendary player for Liverpool, right? And then he also became went on to be manager. And we worked on the production of like a documentary for on his career. Oh wow! And the person who did social media, when the stuff came out, like when that document she took a, at the like premiere, she took a picture with him and she like literally like she was like nobody else took any pictures with like him except like the head of the company who actually knows him personally but she literally took a picture she asked him to co- p- come inside for a picture took a picture of him posted it on her social media like literally they look like the best of friends and obviously yeah. he was very happy to do it but everyone was like what is she doing <laughs> like they're like what is she doing and I remember I worked at HR and they were like oh she did this I'm like that's actually not a HR issue like I don't know <laughs> why i was telling you co- why were
1: they complaining to like, you like they were just
0: like why is she not she shouldn't have done that like it's not yeah blah, blah, I get blah, it, blah. but it's though. like it's not a HR but it's actually not a HR issue it's just about decorum and if you don't have it you have it or you don't <laughs> You have it or you don't. Like, there's no policy, no rule was broken. You wanted her to understand something. She didn't understand it. She did it. There's nothing for us to do in it. Maybe pull her aside and tell her next time, like you know, have shame. But that's it. Like that's actually it. One time, I I worked at another company. I was head of HR for a company that used to do all the recruitment for Sky. So we had a whole a a big team that sat on site at Sky. And one time, I was on the phone to, um, I was on the phone to somebody, and then. Um, he's like, I gotta go, gotta go. And I think, oh my god, what happened? What happened? And then they picked up the phone, um, called me back and he was like, Oh sorry, Anthony Joshua just walked past. And it was a literally a fully grown man. And I'm on the phone to you talking about important <laughs> stuff and you dropped the phone to talk, to go and look at Anthony Joshua walking past.
1: Like Okay, but well, Anthony Joshua, we're gonna have a look.
0: No, 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 We're no. gonna have a look. No. And
1: it wasn't but but you don't It, it you, wasn't even a man was, that it was it was, was,
0: was it was it was it was a very heterosexual man who's married. He wasn't even like, mm, <laughs> mm, It was like no, I man, really appreciate you as a boxer. So like, I even respect that less. <laughs>
1: Do you know what? though? guys can turn into fan girls real no, quick. No, really, they can. They Before are the biggest. It's, it's, fangirls fan
0: girls ever. It's sports. It's the sports. They will. That's the hill they would die on. Literally, and they'll say it's not the same. <laughs> they'll say it's absolutely not the same. If they see Messi, they can cry. But if you say that, if you cry for Beyoncé, they'll be like, "Oh, that's, that doesn't make sense." Yeah, but for Messi, it. they will literally produce tears. Like people will, like, oh yeah, I'm so like, like people watch the World Cup like they're literally. No, I just can't. Do you I know can't.
1: what's so funny about media yeah, is that i saw one tweet one time i think it was like uh, when molly may had her baby and they were like oh all these girls putting molly may and her baby on their story she doesn't know you mate she doesn't know you but the same men
0: when they did that yeah i'm with you i'm with you like i just feel you know but i'm also like live your truth yeah i had yeah oh he doesn't listen anyway so it doesn't matter but i had a disagreement with my boyfriend yeah about <laughs> About men crying. It was a disclaimer for was, Listen, he doesn't listen to that. He will never listen to this. Um, but... <laughs> I had a disagreement with him. I was saying men don't like a lot of men. They don't have like the emotional range. They don't cry. I was talking about all of this stuff. This very off topic, but he was just like, "There's just certain things that you just don't need to cry about." And I was like, "For instance, I think if you lose your job and you, even your man, you lose your job and you're worried. That's an absolutely fine reason for me to think you should cry. Of you're course. thinking how are you going to feed your family, yes. all this other kind of stuff." And he was like, "I just feel like what is how is crying going to solve that situation?" I'm like, "Crying is not supposed to solve the situation. Crying is an, a, a release of emotions." And I, I said to him. You know me. If you ever watch football, and we do watch football in, in in our house, right? It was like when, like, let's say it's the final of the Champions League or the World Cup or just a big game, and you lose, the men will cry on the pitch. <laughs> They will they, they open do. their eyes to produce. They, they cry do. on the
1: pitch. Sometimes even before the game is over, they're defeated. They're
0: crying. I, I don't have an issue with it because it's, it's a big moment. Of course. But I was like, why is it more acceptable for you to cry when you lost the, the Champions League final, when you're literally a multi-multi-multi-millionaire? You got to the final. you have another go to do exactly the same thing next season. You're going to go home, maybe on even on a private jet, and your family, are they're, they're going to be proud of you. You're going to live a good life. Yes, versus somebody who maybe earns thirty k to feed their family and lost their job. Which one of those is the more pressing situation? You better cry over that job. Like
1: sometimes you just need a good cry, and then you get, and, then, and you can move on. Yeah, and you can then
0: problem solve after. Yes, exactly. exactly. But anyway, yeah. So he was found <laughs> <That's, laughs> was this family went Joshua, and I would. That's that's the hill that I'll die on. That like men can be very selective, about when crying is acceptable. But anyway.
1: But I did want to say to you, you know, you said it's not a HR issue, yeah. Mm. I think it should be. Do you think? 100% because you know what? Now, um, sometimes where I can Mm -hmm. or sometimes the people that I work with, like they like to have interns in and I like to have interns in any opportunity that Mm -hmm. I can, which is obviously not all the time. Mm -hmm. But you know, like I said, when I was an intern, we had strict rules. The new
0: generation is not built the same. I'm going to tell you that (laughs) from now. I'm just telling you from now. They're not built, they're not built the same even the, they even correct you like yeah. it's not the same and,
1: but babe they <laughs> shoot their shot and sometimes i'm like and i battle with myself as in like let me let this young queen shoot her shot yeah, or yeah. should I stop her for her lack of yeah, professionalism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: so I don't think it's a HR issue.
1: Why not though? No, I feel like it HR should set those that rules. Particular,
0: that particular issue that I was talking about, that's not really a HR issue because there's no real rules on it. Like people were just expecting her to know that it's not acceptable, that nobody has defined what is acceptable. When people have told you, look, we don't take photos of the talent. This is how we maintain privacy. This is how we maintain professionalism. Well, when, they, when the standards have been set, like then it's you know then you it's fine and when i say not a big hr issue i mean like it's not gonna be a disciplinary it doesn't mean you shouldn't go and your manager shouldn't take you to a side and be like listen this is how we do things here do you know what i mean and that's what when i i remember i used to work in like accounting i was a tax advisor and when we first joined like we didn't, didn't know nothing we we're straight out of uni so there were certain things certain like rules like Norms and stuff that they literally just told Us like they literally spoon fed us like What is acceptable even in terms of like How you dress you know how you address other people like how you write emails like they literally spoon fed us that kind of stuff and sometimes i feel like you just have to kind of give people grace to be like okay you did that you did that but yeah no not again
1: yeah (laughs) no i get it like i'm all for giving people grace but i do think like it's one of those things that hr forget Mm. these days why is it hr's responsibility no but hr should set the rules as in like I feel because I feel like HR do who sets the rules when it's like hey, we, what, we, what we you post on social or we don't post on it.
0: So like we it won't be like us to set the rules, but we will make it the policy. Do you know what I mean? So, so I'm gonna
1: start snitching to HR then be like, this needs to be added to the policy. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: <laughs> a, that's actually a helpful thing to say because like let's say the social media policy will be set by probably. A co- collaboration between like some people from the business like let's say some producers who've seen some staff or think this is how it should be some senior leaders in the team marketing team the HR team they all come together and be like hey, okay, what should the rules be the HR team might put something together and be like this is kind of what standard is what should we do but usually it comes from somebody who actually like some somebody will be like, we need a social media policy. Sometimes they come from HR because the reason they're making it is because someone did something bad. And yeah. social media is like an area where like it's very easy to get in trouble at work. Like people post like I see people posting stuff all oh, this I saw somebody the other day. Okay, so I put a girl in a job here yeah, and I also have uh sometimes people follow me on like social media. I don't necessarily follow them back, um if like they're from work, but they sometimes they find me. So we don't necessarily follow each other but I know her social media and i saw her in the shade borough saying something which in the shade borough comments which she said something and i was like if your employer saw this they probably fire you and i knew it and i didn't even i didn't even pull up on it i was like that's your issue that's your personal that's problem that's your issue i'll be really annoyed because i obviously put her like i was the recruiter for that role that she's in and i just remember thinking how dumb do you have to be some of the stuff that people do and say on social media and it's not even like you know um your own social media even stuff like posting stuff in the shade viral comments you can just get like in trouble if you post anything which is like potentially offensive to somebody yeah yeah yeah. um and, you know, and the way Instagram is set up now, obviously it shows you the people that are affiliated with you or stuff first.
1: Instantly. I'm always, sometimes, i always be seeing people, and I even know the, like, main culprits now. I'm mm. like, oh, here we go again. Listen, they're, they're in the comments.
0: Exactly. And sometimes it might just be a little kiki-kiki, which is fine. Yeah,
1: sometimes it's funny it stuff. It's funny,
0: it's funny. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, no, you people are actually stupid. Like, <laughs> you are uh, just dumb. So, yeah, social media policies are actually like, useful. And I think how... It's like, but what you're talking about is not really about social media policy, isn't it? It's more about, like, just etiquette.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's about reading the room. Because yeah, yeah, some yeah. talent don't mind the pictures. Mm. And if they don't mind, it's fine. It's when that you can tell, like, the talent is uncomfortable. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. And then, as a producer, you have to make a call... Whether you stop this or whether you let it happen. Yeah. But I think the main thing is reading the room. So it's not like in I don't know, I just feel like people should read the room. Yeah, yeah they should. <laughs> like
0: but you know not wh- every,
1: some people are just there in the capacity of the job. They might have other things on their mind. They don't want to be taking pictures. Common sense is not common. This is not, we it. had an episode,
0: I think we even had was it the title of the episode? But common sense is not common. So you sometimes you'll be like, How do you not like you can see the person is uncomfortable why can't they not see the person's uncomfortable but some people they just don't know how to read the room they
1: don't and i think because they're thinking in their head and i get it like i remember being a young intern i'll be like oh my gosh i'm working mm. a day. i'm in the room and and this everybody, person
0: ev- everybody, everybody must know
1: Every, fa- oh, my day was facebook isn't mm. it so now imagine the pressure young people have when it. they know that if they take mm. a picture with this person or they get a video that's going like that's that's giving them the likes on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's getting a moment mm. on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? So I think sometimes people lead with with that kind of like train mm. of thought. Because even me, like I name dropped earlier some celebrities I've met. But the reality is they don't know who I am. Yeah. Like <laughs> you work with them for five minutes. And then gone. and Or a season. And then gone. Mm. Like they're not your mates. Yeah. Though yeah. so I have, I have. Known of some people behind the scenes like that do become friends of talent, but you never go mm. into that with the intention. And sometimes, if you're friends of talent, you can't do your job properly. Mm. Obviously, I'm talking from a place where like it's been instilled in me, mm. so obviously, I've had moments I've slipped up and people mm. had to pull me aside. That's why now <laughs> I'm looking at it like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. crazy, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, I wanted to talk about no approval. So, that's like we you said, you're a podcast producer and presenter, and you now present. No approval. My own
1: podcast. Yeah. So how
0: did how did that come about, and why did it come about?
1: Well, the reality had ended, and I was like, "Do you know what? I I actually missed it." So I was getting like some other um like gigs. Like I I worked on Black British Business Awards. Mm -hmm. Got to do some. Chizzy was the main presenter, and I got to do like some hosting of like events and stuff, talks, panels. I've always kind of done that stuff even before. Mm -hmm. I got the reality tea podcast, so I was like, Do you know what? I really miss having these conversations. Sometimes it isn't until something goes mm-hmm. that you realize how much you enjoyed it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. It's like currently you're doing this podcast every week; it's just part of your routine. Mm-hmm. And then the minute you take a break, you might when be we were like, off,
0: we had like two and a half months off over Christmas, and I missed it. Like I was like, I wanna like I miss this. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: that's what it was like. So it just took me a while to sit down and. Like, figure out what my own concepts would be. It was actually called something else before. Um, and then I, <laughs> yeah, and I tried to trademark the name, and then I got hit with a um, no, yeah, I got hit with a um, like
0: um, an objection thing, yeah, an objection. Did you have you trademarked your current?
1: No, I haven't, but I need to.
0: Okay, I'll can, can cut that out if you want. Um,
1: <laughs> but like,
0: um, that's so funny. i we. Why we have no thought about it.
1: The thing is, what I learned from that situation is and it was a huge company, it's a huge mm. company we all use every single okay. day. Okay, all right. right? Then. Okay. And then at first, I was like, you're bullying me, you're not going to win this, whatever. And yeah. then I just realised, listen, I'm too poor to fight them. <laughs> That's the fact of the matter is, I cannot afford... Before we get to that court, they will cripple me yeah, financially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just not worth yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I was really giving it yeah, before, yeah. and then I just had to eventually come to my senses. But what the lawyer said to me, off mm-hmm. the cuff, so they're, they're clever, mm-hmm. they'll send you emails, but then they'll phone you and say other things. So yeah. he was like, listen, withdraw your trademark, Um. And just you can just do it like on your own without trademarking it. Yeah, it's only an issue because you're trying to trademark. Yeah, but if you had this name as like a concept, like no one will bother you. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's literally what he was saying to Fair. me off the cuff, and I was just but the like, the issue is
0: that if it does become something later, then that's literally lawyer saying this can't, might not become nothing. Don't no wish to like don't fight it. Yeah,
1: now. but the thing is like. I feel like they didn't have that much of a. I I used I used the term gram within mm. the title and they were fighting <laughs> saying that. <laughs> the, and I was like, do you know gram? Like, You know, gram was a thing before... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was your, a measurement. It was a measurement. It was a measurement before your platform became a thing. Like, what are you talking about,
0: right? Oh, that is actually funny. That actually, that's that's mad. How that can you be... The, do you know what?
1: Yeah, there was... Um, They're bullies.
0: There's uh, a... Have you ever heard of Muzmatch? Match? What used to be called Muzmatch? Match? No. Now it's called something else. But Is base- it a
1: dating platform? Yeah. Yes, I have and heard so of it. And so they had it, I
0: think Match tried to, Match.com went after them. And I think Match.com, that you stole an idea or something. And I think Match... The founder came out And he wrote some long thread On Twitter about how They're trying to bully them Yeah I think Match tried to buy them I think it was Match. com. Yeah they tried to buy them They said no And then they was like Well boy that's it for you then And <laughs> then they, they literally Went after that And in the end They had to change their name I can't remember What they're called now But yeah like
1: it's mad isn't it it's is mad I know the I know the dating platform uh, it's a Muslim dating yeah, platform yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah I know the one that, I, I was like that's
0: actually rude like, it's was, so ma- how, how rude how can you
1: how can you try the, the
0: word match do
1: you know do you know like a match like we had matchsticks yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. before yeah. match was in the dictionary yeah they just use their money to bully people yeah it's so bad yeah but I had to, I had to just take that Sometimes off. you have to, you have to know. I said, it's not worth it. you have to right know when it's not worth it, But yeah. do you know what the wickedest thing is? I just said to them, okay, do you know what, I'll withdraw. Just pay me what mm. I paid. Yeah. Like, just reimburse me. Yeah. And they were like, no.
0: Ah! <laughs> That's, That's actually so ridiculous. Uh,
1: can you imagine? I was like, because, you know, like, trademarking something is a couple of hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm happy to withdraw if you just reimburse me for yeah. what I've spent.
0: But I guess it might set a precedent, so people might That's start doing it, That's what they were it. saying, yeah. People might start doing it to get to get a hundred couple hundred pounds.
1: I was like, cost of living. Listen, (laughs) I was like, the economy, the creatives. That's crazy.
0: (laughs) These companies are actually mad. They're mad. So, was the concept of the podcast the same with the other name? Like, so no approval? Were you planning Uh, on doing the same type of content when you had that other name? No, I've I've
1: I've evolved it. It's similar, but I've Mm -hmm. evolved, it. and I'm actually glad. In hindsight, I'm glad that I never went with that name
0: because I think what you're doing now is probably a bit broader, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: it's so much broader, so much better. No, what, t- what, is, what, what is the anyway. podcast
0: what is the what do what you talk about on the podcast oh, I know what you talk about on oh my with. podcast so it's a yeah. hybrid
1: podcast so that means like I do two different things mm-hmm. so the main thing is I do interviews with people that I say need no approval in their pursuits mm-hmm. so that's their pursuit of anything it mm-hmm. could be like what you do with HR like you're you're bringing subjects of HR but making it relevant to mm-hmm. people the Gen Z, yeah, like community millennials, making brands understand that. So that's the thing that you do. And I've had people on the podcast that do various different things. I had a girl that has a page um, on Instagram where she educates people about fibroids. I've okay. had Amanda from Selling Sunset yeah. on I there. Amanda,
0: or so somebody else, but yeah, <laughs> I called her like Amanda. I called her Amanda earlier. And you know,
1: like Amanda's mm. whole pursuit is about like she tries to keep it very real on a mm. reality TV show. Yeah. Like she talks about. Living in a one bedroom. bedroom. When when
0: her ex-husband husband husband went missing, I was like, What is going on here? Like it's actually mad. Uh,
1: But when you watch her, her life looks amazing. So Mm. I loved like the message that she puts out into the world kind of thing. So you did sorry, I was gonna say you did one
0: with a PI and I was telling you, like I was I was listening and you was like, Oh, I was in like the introduction that I'm been in this Uber with this PI and private investigator, and um, yeah, he agreed to let us like record an episode, so what I was thinking, I oh, was that you either called him back and you know he came, or like you pulled over or something, and come to find out today that you l- filmed or you recorded that episode while he was driving the Uber. Yeah, I like you are a woman of many talents because <laughs> I would have never. No, I was so. I was thinking, how did this? Oh, this Uber driver's is nice to then give you his detail.
1: Can you? while you were driving? Yeah, I just That's said to him, mad. as soon as he had a private investigator, I said, "Can I record the conversation?" He was like, "Yeah, I just put up, pulled out my iPhone." A lot of people don't realize like iPhone has such a good microphone mm. on it. Like once you remove the background noise, do a little bit of edits in the ed- whatever editing system you do, like microphone That's is mad. Okay, iPhone is a has a good microphone on it
0: that's insane but yeah i just thought that was very impressive (laughs) when i found out i was like no way
1: you can just imagine like that's what i was like when he said yeah like i do because you know a lot of uber drivers have other jobs yeah he was like yeah i'm a private investigator i said what i've never met one in real life i said i have to ask you questions
0: yeah literally like uh, it was. It was. Anyway, so I I love no approval. Like, thank you. And it was such a great episode. So I recommend anyone to go listen to thank any you. episode, but that episode in particular, I found so interesting. Oh, thank I you. I loved it. I thank really, you. really, really loved it.
1: And the other thing that I do mm-hmm. as well is like deep dives, mm-hmm. and that's where like it's just me on my own. I take a topic and like deep dive into how it's evolved. So that's and they're, they're mainly from like a social media angle because my background mm-hmm. is in social media. Mm-hmm my dissertation at uni was about like how the internet changed the media industry mm-hmm. and the music industry so i just take different topics yeah. i looked at like andrew tate and the corner of the The man yeah. i've just did so one on um the red pill yeah red pill women and feminine energy i, have, I haven't
0: listened to it but i need to because I, like a couple of weeks ago i spoke about on this podcast it was very unrelated but i spoke about um one of those red pill women that really gets you she, she, she hurts my soul which one pearl
1: i knew you were I'm gonna say
0: her <laughs> i didn't even i didn't even mention her name because i didn't even want any i didn't even want anybody to be able to go and look her and just to be triggered but anyway yeah like i can't i can't wait to listen to that i am um, i did want to um speak to you about something actually i saw something on so just on the no approval topic yeah so i saw something on social media recently Every So just so you know I know you listen sometimes But pretty much every episode I basically see it Talk about something I saw on TikTok And Beliza says That I need to spend Less time on TikTok Oh my gosh She is so, so funny I won't I won't spend time on TikTok I love the clock app So anyway yeah. and, my friends, and this one Actually I was on it My friend sent it to me But basically It was a girl saying If you go out of your work Mates You um, You shouldn't do You shouldn't What's it called You shouldn't order If you're going to order steak Well you just don't order steak if, Especially if you don't order it, If you're going to have it Well done Yeah because she said she went out with her workmate she mm-hmm. ordered the, they she said she didn't really know anything on menus so they said she just went for the steak mm-hmm. And she They said how do you want it She said well done No one said anything But by the time it came They were all just like Oh my god I can't, You've ruined a perfectly good steak And she felt <laughs> out of place And all this other kind of stuff And she was basically Advising people Just don't order steak If you're going to go out And you like it Well done And me and my friend were like How can you change What you're going to eat Because other people Are judging you Like just It's just food And I'm like We literally, we literally seek approval In everything that we do Especially 100%. at work And especially To add another lens on it If you're like In a minority group And you already yeah, yeah. feel like like you know you need approval i would like to add a disclaimer that i literally think that eating well done steak is a criminal offense but i would never say it if someone ordered it in front of me you know unless that person was my boyfriend then i would say that but like i feel like i'm allowed and that's it but if that's how you want to eat your steak that's how you want to eat your steak in a work setting i would definitely never say that that's crazy to like to then start dragging someone because of it but i just feel like the need for approval is like literally dominates our life especially within social media and like is that something that you have felt like in working in social media um does it affect how you manage your own social media and definitely like the need for approval at work but not like not approving content but approving of you has that is that something that you've experienced
1: well first of all i'm with you like Actually, no one should be ordering well-done steak. And I'm actually going to flip that because I think that as black people... You do that out of habit, so maybe yeah. that's actually you because we're seeking yeah. <laughs> approval from the community. It's true. And we've got to flip it that actually it's sometimes true. in a work setting, yeah, you should feel shame because that's the only way you're gonna get out of that mindset that we have to have well done steak. Do yeah, you know what I mean?
0: Otherwise, it's not cooked.
1: Uh, it's exactly. Do you know what? <laughs> Honestly, it really jars me, and I'm of the. I'm also team like. I like a runny yolk, yeah. yeah.
0: So sometimes no, I'm with you. I'm with you. If I were not would... too runny for me, like I don't want it I don't want it to be bleeding all over my plate. <laughs> but I can, I
1: can I can get with it. I can get with I, it. I love it and I remember um one time, at one of my, the old places I worked, I had that for breakfast. Like, you know, they'll yeah, yeah. have breakfast at yeah. the, the canteen or whatever. And the black guy I used to work with said, what, you have your egg like that? As if there's something wrong with me. So actually, I think it's good because I you think... You should have asked him if he was pregnant. <laughs> <'Cause> what, what, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what's his What's business? the problem? <laughs> so I actually think it's good that people feel shame in work settings because that sometimes that's the only way you're going to open your mind <laughs> to different things. to different things, like different seasonings yeah. or... You, you that was on so like I
0: so again I every time I speak about that particular blog which I'm not going to mention by name I say I'm going to unfollow it I'm probably not but <laughs> there was one today with India from yeah. Love Island on this blog talking she was on some cooking show and she was like from now on she's not going to use all purpose seasoning or. Like, I don't really like all peppers, but fish seasoning. and only of those, she's just going to use some salt, pepper, and some other maybe natural, like, herbs and spices and stuff. And everyone was dragging her, like, oh, India, just say that you need money or whatever. And I was just thinking, like, you literally you literally can't do anything these days.
1: You can't, but also, like, she's absolutely right. Don't get me wrong. I think you need still a little bit. I
0: literally think, yeah, like, it's so, like... I even need to let you finish answering your question, answering the question, but I literally think when it comes to seasoning, like I am actually with her to an extent. Like yeah. we need to stop being lazy. Like there's literally other things that you can season your food with. Like all purposes, is, is I think it's already criminal because it's like all purpose seasoning. Like, I, I it's you think like, it's I, criminal? I don't even. I don't necessarily. It's just salty <laughs> and it's unnecessary. Like, but a little, a little bit. I just think we can actually season food with other things. Like, yeah, no, I'm. We, I'm we rely agreement. too much on Maggie. Even me. Sometimes <laughs> I've been making bolognese that taste like stew, and I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? But I just think I'm with her. Like, actually, you know, put some pimento in there. Like, you know, do
1: something. Or even like fresh rosemary, exactly. Fresh thyme. Exactly. Why don't you blend the things it together? It doesn't all need to come
0: from Dunn's river. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't all need to come from Dunn's river, but that's that's, Cause, cause that's you my know unpopular what? opinion. Actually,
1: I did this episode and um, Latoya, she's got this thing called Wombay. And Mm. we're talking about fibroids. So in my research for the episode about fibroids, they say uh, the reason a lot of black women have it is because of one, the food that we eat and two, the products that we put in our hair. Mm. So sometimes this salty stuff is actually not good for us. And because it's got us in a chokehold, we don't (laughs) realize the damage that it does later on in life. So I'm actually team like... Let's Let it be fresh. Let it be fresh. Yeah. Learn fresh. Because the thing is, it's so funny that people are like, oh, we need... Oh, my gosh. I, Have you watched the food video? Oh, you're I, on TikTok.
0: I, 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 I'm disgusted. Simple salmon. I'm always simple sa- garlic. I'm always disgusted. What's the one they use. Lowry's? It's disgusting. They're, they just pour and I, I don't And I bet it doesn't even taste nice. That's the worst part. I kind of like, it looks good, yeah. But I'm just like, are you trying to give people diabetes? Did you see the woman that put the crap in the air fryer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the to the vegans if that's offensive. I'm very sorry, but she put the crab in the air fryer and she seasoned it up nice, and it was moving. I was so sad. No, it was really sad. But she put all the seasoning on the crab and she put it in the air fryer. Oh my gosh, I can't. Do
1: you know what? Not everything is for the air fryer because I even see people baking eggs in the air fryer. It's just. Like... I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. I've done that no, and what? it's absolutely. So we do this like no, fr- we make babe. this frittata. It's a frittata and it goes, it's made in the air fryer. And I've di- I will I will die on the hill if anyone. To, no, but, little bit of baking parchment at the no bottom and way. i've got one of those big like circle air fryers right and it's like a big like it's a big space and you can put like some baking um parchment down you're really gonna die on this <laughs> hill you're gonna
1: die on this hill <laughs>
0: some spinach even
1: your throat is telling you just stop now (laughs) your throat is
0: telling you to stop so yeah so i'm i'm with the air fryer i was actually asking you about if you've ever felt the need for approval (laughs) we digress
1: hold on but i also saw another thing where some (laughs) woman was trying to make puff puff in the air fryer but it failed i'm not with it i'm
0: not with (laughs) it i'm not with that one failed i'm not with that you can't make puff puff in the air fryer i was even like sis why did you have to
1: upload this because it didn't work out
0: no but i'm I'm, i am okay probably i draw the line but there's a lot of things that you can make in the air fryer. I, do, <laughs> I bought an air fryer baking uh, recipe book. Oh my day! No one can tell me. I've made the things that I've made. Are the, you making cake in the air fryer? No, I haven't made cake in the air fryer, but I did make this like puff pastry thing. No one can tell, and it was delicious. It was deli- the frittata. I'm gonna send you my air fryer frittata. Have you got air fryer? Yeah, I've got
1: an air I'm fryer. I'm gonna send you
0: my air fryer frittata. But I, I do the normal stuff in the air fryer. You know, like, like chicken. Chi-
1: no, I haven't. I haven't actually done chicken in the air fryer. What? What I, is your air fryer for? I do salmon. I do like because I think it makes like oven chips taste like proper chips. Like, you mm, know, yeah, like it does, it chips does it? Does it? Does it? Does you order mm. when you go out? Yeah, the to bad a chips. Restaurant. The chips that taste good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, other thing I was gonna say is that. People in the community like to complain about the lack of seasoning. But every time you guys go out to restaurants, you're there with your phones, taking the pictures of the food. Do you think they're putting all-purpose no, in the food you not. eat? they're not. At Sexy Fish. They're not using, no. like, all-purpose seasoning. No. And the food is fine. And it's delicious. It's delicious. The yeah. black cod is fine. Do you know it what I mean? In, honestly,
0: but anyway that, that we this digress will, this will not become a social media clip so, I can, so people can be dragging us on tiktok <laughs> no thank you i'm not i'm not gonna t- i'm not gonna toss away from my all-purpose take i actually
1: think anyway so have you ever felt the need for approval yeah so i would say actually like yeah definitely and i feel like it's something that i'm trying to get rid of in my 30s mm-hmm. which sounds crazy that it's taken this long mm-hmm. but i would say in terms of a work thing actually especially working within um social media a lot of people who work behind the scenes of social media it's only changed recently but a lot of people don't post on their social media so i would say that is one of the biggest things like it's very (coughs) much it's very like it's very much a thing within our community to post the work that you do professionally Mm -hmm. but i would say professionally it's actually very much looked down on Mm -hmm. and it's something that me and my friends discuss a lot Like some people, what's holding them back is that their colleagues are like following them on social media or they feel embarrassed or they feel like they can't. But very much, I'd work in teams where people just like their Instagram is literally just mm-hmm. like what they do on the weekend and it's normally going for walks in the forest. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like with their dogs or the seaside. I guess,
0: you know, I used to have a, tw- a personal Twitter and a professional Twitter because there was some stuff that I needed to do for work. And I think I probably need to do it on Instagram as well because there's certain things that I need to do for work that like I want to like or engage with certain things on Twitter. I just cannot do it on my personal one. So I think I probably need like a professional one, but I completely get those people. I used to, when I worked in um, professional services when I was a tax advisor, Anytime I would come up, the people that had me on Instagram that I actually liked, I would tell them never tag me in anything. Why? Because uh, I, just, I just didn't feel comfortable. Like, I just felt like you're going to know. And also, I used to make content about hair. I've never, thought, I'd never done anything particularly, like, you know, that would get me in trouble or anything. But I just felt like I don't, like, that back then I didn't bring my true self to work anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like this is my place. It's my true self. I, I, you don't get that. Mm. So I just felt like I didn't want them anywhere near it. So I completely, completely get that. What I forgot to do at the beginning of this is we usually ask some quick fire questions. Oh, okay. So I am going to do that as the last thing we do on this episode. Okay. Um, So I'm going to ask you these questions because um, one of the questions is about LinkedIn and it just came to me that I haven't asked you. So I'm going to ask you these quick fire questions and you're going to let me know. Just no thinking. Just answer. Okay. Okay. So early start and early finish or late start and late finish
1: early and early.
0: Okay. Good benefits or more money money <laughs> work socials or stay home
1: work socials
0: okay do you go or you want to be
1: invited do you know what the, the work socials in my kind of industry like it's hit and miss isn't yeah. it like some of them the good ones are good yeah yeah. yeah. So if you just stay at home you're gonna miss those invites yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah fair enough linkedin or instagram instagram i'm gonna come back to that coffee or tea coffee macbook or windows mac trainers or shoes trainers trainers when trainers so on the linkedin versus instagram thing is it like the, like people post their would you not post your work stuff on linkedin do you use linkedin
1: yeah i use linkedin the thing is it's quite interesting that you say that because i don't use linkedin enough but people always tag me in my mm-hmm. linkedin stuff yeah. so i feel like that promotes itself mm. like cuz if i'm tagged in something my, the people who follow me my friends do you like it yeah okay yeah not yeah. all the time sometimes <laughs> but um yeah and i get work through linkedin mm-hmm. but instagram for me a lot of my clients ex-client contacts they're all on instagram that's so weird to me like i don't have any work there's nobody i i
0: would i would not want to have one of my clients on instagram but really i have so media, many i would never like i do i know tiktok maybe but like instagram is about my instagram is about my life and my thing i see but i don't even really post content on my instagram like i don't even sometimes i might post a a one two personal achievement but literally it's just about like i talk rubbish on my story sometimes
1: (laughs) your stories are funny like like i
0: just talk rubbish and like it's not i just feel like it's not professional enough because and i work i feel like it might skew how they see me
1: Yeah, so sometimes, do you know what? Yeah, I used to be reckless on my Instagram stories. (laughs) Like, I'll just post everything. If I'm out, going home at three o'clock in the morning, I would just be outside on my stories. It's only now, this year, that I'm more conscious Mm. because the people that i work with the type of clients that i work Mm. with is expanding into other industries that i've realized that wow this person just watched my story (laughs) i need to stop like posting that kind of thing (laughs) i've just started a close friends just this year oh
0: do you know what i i should have i've never set up a close friends but if you don't have
1: work people you don't why do you need one
0: yeah because there's still some stuff that sometimes i don't post things on myself because i do have some people like that I don't know okay, on, makes sense. on Instagram. So then I would be like, maybe not maybe not post that, but I just need to start a close friend so I can be the, the worst version of myself as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, just be like <laughs> the, the real you. Because sometimes I found like, even um, early this year, my friend's husband had like a party, right? Mm-hmm. And he like had some old school MCs there that were just like, on the mic going back to back yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen stuff like this for years. And I recorded it, and then I just realized the white people really were watching it. I was like, No, oh my but why, gosh. why is that a problem? Not that it's a problem. I just felt like they weren't gay. They weren't gay. They weren't you know Yeah, mean? yeah. They won't and they're just it. like, what is she? Do you know what yeah,
0: I mean? that's what I mean. Like sometimes, yeah, I just want to shake my ass on Instagram, but yeah, that's, that's not it. in line with my personal brand.
1: It's it's not. That's the that's the issue. <laughs>
0: that is the, the, the close issue friends for.
1: exactly yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. i've done close friends but no for me instagram is because you just don't know who will give you work
0: yeah
1: and i haven't i've of actually got
0: work from instagram as much as i say that i have there actually you go work there you yeah.
1: go i get lots of inquiries and stuff through instagram mm.
0: yeah maybe I'm, I'm probably gonna make a professional instagram
1: or people will be like oh um or sometimes i get recommended for things and then I won't know who recommended me until the person says. Mm. So they will be like, oh, yeah, I got recommended from so-and-so. And you're just like, oh, I didn't even know, like, they know what I'm doing. But it's just based on, because yeah. they see it on
0: Instagram. I've had that like that, that exact same thing has happened to me on Instagram, actually. So,
1: Especially yeah, as a 30. freelancer, self-employed. Mm. Literally. Like, if you're not, that's why, for me, like, even though work people don't really like promoting stuff, I promote it because when you're self-employed, you have, you have to, to. You have to. You literally, like your staff you people need to know what
0: you're doing and also people sometimes i just feel like there's people doing less and they're shouting louder so <laughs> exactly. me i should i need to it's i need to loud it
1: exactly and you know it's so funny like you said like i just post things and stories because now i'm just like Do you know what even my friends must be fed up of me posting stuff on my group. I'm, like, I'm doing this i'm doing that so even so i just post it i don't even put it in the group chat anymore i'm just like let me post it up because I, I, I just feel I a bit like, so like i think you know it's one of those things where like when
0: you're in something you don't it's just casual to you, like for instance, I fell in Melissa's wardrobe, yeah. yeah. And sometimes she just does stuff, and I'm like, she's so casual with it. But that's, it's so that's her life.
1: That's her life. That's, li- that's what that's I'm saying. Her life.
0: When you're in it, it's just like, oh, like, I just find everything she's so impressive. Do yeah, you know what I, mean? yeah, so yeah. I think it's probably like that, where like you post it, and it's just your life. So it's like, it's not you're not impressed by it. But I can watch it as an onlooker, and be like, that's impressive.
1: But that's just like I look at the stuff that you guys have done, and I'm like, that's impressive. But to you, it's nothing because you're just, it, doing, just doing, doing it. it yeah no i feel you i feel you thank you so much i've I've had had fun yeah
0: you have to come back i've had such. thank you so much for being my my deputy standing co-host i really appreciated it i really really appreciated it where can people find you
1: oh i'm all over instagram yeah (laughs) well not anymore actually i'm really but that's a conversation for another day at pillar of society Mm -hmm. and that's a nickname i was given when during my first internship. Pillow Society. Yeah, Pillow Society, like from the post boy, he said, oh no, I bought Pillow Society and then it stuck ever since. So I'm Pillow Society on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, No Approval Podcast. We have literally just started our Instagram at No Approval Podcast. follow that please. Follow it. Come find us on Spotify,
0: on Apple. You can put all your details in the description. So wherever you're watching this, it will be in the description and, yeah, thank you very much for I so much listening. Fun. Thank you so much for coming. Like, yeah, it's been so good to do a bit of a dive into the world of social media. Valisa usually says, that's a wrap, guys, and then we say bye. Okay. So do you want to say, that's a wrap, yeah, and then yeah. we can say bye? All right, go. Okay.
1: That's a wrap, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.